0: I watched a kid, uh, he fell off and he fell underneath the bull. And normally, uh, it's, uh, it's dangerous to like on uh, horses, you get caught in the stirrup. So you have yeah, a saddle yeah, yeah. and your foot gets caught in the stirrup and they'll drag you like, and stomp you until, I mean, a lot of them serious, serious injuries, right? Uh, bull riding, not really a whole lot. Um, uh, like you have chaps on the reason you wear chaps is so if the hoof hits you, the leather's so thick that it kind of glances off, uh-huh. right? And it kind of goes either side. That's why you wear like a heavy vest. Mm-hmm. It's like a padded vest, like a bulletproof vest, kind of. And so that when it hits, it won't go. It, you'll you'll feel the. You'll still get bruised up, and you'll still get like it'll still hurt, but it kind of like glances off. Mm-hmm. Glances off. Well, this kid took a hoof straight to the to the face mask, and it got Shit. caught in there, and it just drugged this kid around the arena by his head. By his head, inside of his mask, just bashing his face in, and he got it off, and his. Broke all the front of his skull
1: Oh my, and how old is he? Uh,
0: This kid's probably 17
1: Jesus fucking Christ And I don't think he was ever the
0: same I think he's he's like clinically retarded now
1: Amarillo, San Antone Any old place I call my home I gotta go I got Texas in my soul Dallas, Fort Worth, San Angelo Houston, Austin, or El Paso I gotta go I got Texas in my soul it is there, I know my places. Yeah. I see I And uh, let me see, we got this all tested up. Yes, sir. Bang, 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 bang. Yes, buzz, buzz, buzz bikes. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, all right, everybody, we are here live recording from the, uh, what's this place called again? The WTF. WTF. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Whixi- Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Cheers. Cheers. What are we drinking, Post. Dean? What do we got? These here? are,
0: uh, these are uh, Love Streets made by Carbock. It's a Texas brew.
1: Texas brew, oh, yeah. okay. This is lovely. We got locally sourced booze here. This is fantastic. Texas is big on that, man. We got a shit ton of breweries. <laughs> a lot of man. good beer. I've been drinking Lone Star like a fiend since ah, I got here. That's the best. Man. I love the regional specific beer. It's great. Yeah, also, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Lone Star guy. Ever since like True Detective. That's was that like, a, was that
0: their beer? They had it on dude, there? Dude
1: fucking Matthew dude, McConaughey t- 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 drinks oh, like yes. oh, a list and he's sitting there smoking smoking cigarettes like
0: a degenerate. Like I'll I'll talk to you guys, but y'all better bring me a twenty four pack eleven yeah. star.
1: And he's like carving them into like weird angels and shit like that. Oh That's fantastic. yeah, while he's talking. Dude, that was a good ass documentary. Such I don't know. a good show, dude. Yeah. Amazing. About Louisiana. I love that. How how uh I gotta catch up to you. What are you what are you working on? You got a lot of beers in you already or? No, nah, it's two, kind of. Of course, I make, I make Dean sound like an alcoholic. <laughs> one minute into you can the podcast, see me, you I'm can, like... You, you can figure it out. Are you okay, Dean? This is actually your intervention. This isn't <laughs> even a podcast. We're here just trying to make sure you're okay. Uh, but yeah, everybody who's listening, uh, we got a g- lovely guest on the podcast today. This is yeah. Dean Stanfield, yeah. uh, lovely, hilarious Texas comedian. And uh, we're trying to talk all sweet. things Texas, dude. All right. Let's do it, man. What uh, do you want to know? So for starters, wh- where in Texas are you from? You're from...
0: So I was born in Alpine, Texas. I was in an O baby in college, and uh, so my parents had me in Alpine. They went to school in Alpine, going to okay. college. Had me. I was born at Big Bend National Hospital, and then... uh uh, stayed there for two years. They finished up college and then uh, moved back to uh, Central Texas. Florence, Texas, this is where I say I'm from. That's my like you know hometown. It's where I make all my jokes about.
1: So you live in you live in Georgetown now, but you guys like just moved there recently, or?
0: Well, so Georgetown's like 30 minutes from Florence. So my parents still okay. live there. My dad still lives there, and my mom lives in Gerald.
1: So is Austin technically Central Texas? Like, what is this? That would
0: be the yeah. That'd be like the center point, I think, of Central Texas. Like, there's like the Hill Country is right above us. That's the San Antonio area.
1: Already, I love the term
0: Hill Country. <laughs> Oh, man it's beautiful man that that's, sounds amazing it just starts rolling hills like everybody else like i don't know from like i'm i'm, I'm assuming like people from colorado come down here that's as big as our mountains get like mm-hmm. they're just like slightly slightly taller hills yeah uh, it's a little the bit of rockies pretty flat yeah yeah, yeah it, gets, right it right gets kind of flat country around here and then san antonio going south a little bit it gets a little mountainy, And then West Texas, we got like the Fort Davis Mountains. Um, really, you can get everything in Texas, man. We got swampland. We got tall pines. We've got coastal region. We have uh, desert. Uh, yeah, we have mountains. Um, and then whatever you call this like green, lush, uh, kind uh, of beautiful, vi- foresty area. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's all kind of different. There's some little hills. There's some... Um, uh, like a uh, limestone uh, quarries. There's a lot of quarries in the area.
1: A very di- geographically diverse state. Yeah. Very beautiful. Now, since I've been here, I've been hearing about the distinction between West Texas and the rest of Texas. Oh, yeah. What, what, what is well, with the West Texas pride? What is up with that?
0: So those are uh, they're different kind of people, man, the, the West Texas people. They're rowdy. Uh, everything's spread out, so there's nothing. You might find a Walmart and an Allsup's, like, every 150 miles. Like, once you leave, once you get past, I would say, uh, Lampasas, and you start heading west, like, it, it starts getting spread pretty fucking thin out so there. So it like it's like
1: rural as fuck? It's rural as fuck, man. Very like not densely populated. Like everybody knows out.
0: everybody. You, you have to because, you know, you get stuck out there. You got to know somebody. I love yeah. that, dude. Uh, I West love Texas that. is wild. Because since
1: I've been in Texas, I've been telling – because it's my first time in the state. Yeah. And you know what's funny, man? Like New York, Texas, and California, I feel like all of us – are brought up to kind of hate each other, mm. like, New, like Texas people are brought up to hate New Yorkers, New Yorkers are brought up to hate Texas people, and then, like, everybody's brought up to hate California. Oh, yeah. Of course. Since
0: we're, since we're born. Actually, I moved, uh, I went to uh, Temecula for the first time, and uh, I flew in, and, like, I, the whole time, it was in my mindset, just like, fuck California. Like, I'm going to get here, it's going to be a bunch of douchebags and, yeah. and hippies, dirty hippies with dreadlocks, like, it's it a horrible mindset in my head. And I landed and I was like, this place is fucking gorgeous. It
1: is so beautiful. And I went
0: to the wine country of Temecula and just beautiful mountain ranges. Awesome people. What people were you weren't drinking assholes. Now? Drinking some red wine? Oh, dude. I got so hammered on wine, That's dude. That's the best. It's oh, like the man. happiest drunk. We used to get like MD 2020 or MagDog 2020. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. This is like the wine. That was, and then like maybe boxed wine. That was my experience in wine. I love that. <laughs> and then we got, yeah, yeah, this is a very Texas thing. And then we got there, and it was just like, man, they were giving us, like, a chardonnays, and they were, like, teaching us all these little things. And you're supposed to, like, you know, swish it and spit it out. And I was chugging everything. Oh, of course. And by, like, the third or fourth course, it was a girl with me, uh, my girlfriend at the time. And she's, like, a tiny little blonde thing. And she was, like... Having to walk me to the bathroom so I could pee and like hold me behind I the it. urinal, like it, I was, I was so fucking wine crying, drunk is a subtle crying. drunk. I, I don't cry. I'm not a crier. <laughs> not like I, I don't care if somebody cries. There's reasons to cry, but I'd be like, I'll always love you. Like tell like, yeah, fuck yeah, it, like just fucking.
1: California's not as to, gay as I thought. Yeah, like, I exactly. love these people, man. And everybody's like, Oh, you're from Texas? I'm like, Yeah, brother. No, I'm the same way. I'm like a wine rookie. Like the extent yeah. of my wine knowledge is like Franzia boxed wine yeah, it is, i've yeah. never even done like the wine country thing in california but uh no, no yeah it's weird because like I, I don't know growing up a lot of new york people it's like we're supposed to have this like beef with texas with everybody else and then you come here and it's like everybody's so fucking cool man yeah and so friendly
0: so one of the things i love about meeting people from like uh, like when i go different places like I, i've never been in new york but um i'll meet people like going to vegas or like even going to shows in louisiana and oklahoma you meet people and they're like, oh, "Oh, howdy, partner! You're from Texas. Like y'all ride the horses." And like some people get offended by that, but I like boost it up. I'm like, "Yeah, man, I ride my horse every day. That shit's cool. I got a I got an armadillo as a wallet. I fucking I wear my gun I everywhere. I just
1: I just boost up the craziness, man. Yeah, it's fucking great, dude. I mean, people in New York do the same thing. You oh go yeah, to New York, I'm sure. Like, hey, pizza. Blah, blah. Yeah. Although in New York, those like classic New York <laughs> types are like they're more pushed to the outer boroughs these days. It's not okay. the same. you know boroughs. That's what y'all call like." Counties or like No, we have streets. counties, but like boroughs would be... See, I don't know what it would be in Texas, but like New York City consists of five boroughs. Okay. It's Manhattan, Bronx, uh, Staten Island, Queens, and Brooklyn. And it's basically just like divisions of New York or whatever. But yeah. uh, I actually... I have a funny Texas story. My aunt is like, you know, born and raised in New York from Long Island. And uh, she just like travels a lot for work and shit. So like right after 9-11, my aunt and my cousin, like her son, came to Texas Yeah, and like... My aunt was like expecting like, you know, huge culture shock. She's like a super liberal Manhattan lady, you know. Yeah. Hates George Bush and all this shit. And so her and my cousin, this was George Bush era. Yeah, George Bush. Gero. Gero. So this Campbell. was like literally right after 9/11. Like this was like a month, 2001, 2002. 2001, 2002 yeah. And she came to Texas and she's like, "Dude, I could not have been shown more love." She was like everybody oh, in man. Texas was like, "Dude, we're so sorry what happened, you know, all this shit." And yeah. my cousin was a kid at the time and he was like, so my cousin was like 5. And he's like, Mom, like please don't don't trash George W. Bush while you're down here. Don't talk yeah. politics. And like she said everybody was so kind, like so welcoming.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, that's the Texas culture, man. It like, really if you, is. If
1: you need help, we're gonna help you. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. You know? I have and- that theory too, where it's like, as polarized as we are, I feel like in New York City, at least I hope, if someone with a MAGA hat were to drop down on the street a Biden supporter would give him CPR. At
0: least I hope. Really? I mean, because from what I've, I've never been to New York, but I've heard, like, if you, you fall come, on dude. the street, you're going to get stepped on.
1: That's actually true. Maybe, <laughs> th- you're actually kind of right. Like, maybe regardless of the MAGA hat, people just... Like, if you like, even oh, even didn't have... If you had a Biden hat on, people would still stomp on Exactly. Him. It's just, yeah. like, one less dude crowding the city. <laughs> that actually, it's funny you say got rid that. of one people. I fucking rolled my ankle like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Real bad. Like, actually, I, I, I thought I almost broke it. I was in Manhattan just walking around... And I was like screaming like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. People were just walking right past me. (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) And then the minute I stopped screaming and was just like holding my ankle, then like three people came up to me and were like, are you okay? Like what's going on? Is everything fine? Uh, Now, the only other Texas story I have is my mom. Who? No disrespect. My mom hates Texas. She's only came here once. She's another like New York lady. Yeah. Uh, and the reason being is she was in like Dallas or something. Oh, fuck Dallas. <laughs> Yo, fuck it. Go Austin, dude. Cheer man, Austin. Well, well, <laughs> you're from what is Georgetown, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We so call, where's we your call, call, most like center pride?
0: I would say I would say Florence or Los Fresnos.
1: Shout out to Florence and Los Fresnos, Hell State. yeah, baby. Hell yeah.
0: Well, like the center of Austin, it gets very. Like, even though, and I think if people would just, like, sit down and have conversations, most of the rednecks that I know are pretty in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not as crazy right-wing as you would think. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's very, like, back and forth, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: But we revere Austin as, like, the crazies.
1: That's so, because while I've been here, I've been talking to people, I'm like... Oh, it's my first time in Texas, and like five people have looked me in the eyes and been like, oh, this isn't Texas.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. Which no, no, is no. hilarious. We, we, can, we, can, we consider like the downtown Austin part. Like, this is California.
1: Oh, totally. It feels yeah. that way. I, I'm I'm seeing a surprising amount of uh, people in like black denim vests and shit. Like a lot of punks. A lot of – oh, is yeah. It? Oh, yeah? Is
0: that what girl's wearing?
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. Not that. I'm more talking about like – Black denim vest with like patches and skulls oh, and like chains, yeah. you know, like punk. But then punk. yet,
0: yet if I don't know, if you get in a fight with them, they're like, I don't, I don't believe in violence. Yeah, like yeah, what the of fuck course. are you talking exactly. about? You're man. dressed like a punk, but yeah. act like a pussy. Like, yeah, act like a pussy. But yeah,
1: my mom always shit talked Texas to me growing up, and yeah. she's wrong, because I've been here for only a week, but I like it a lot. Because she was in an elevator in Dallas, yeah. and she went to go press the button, and some dude in like a big 10-gallon hat just goes. Child, you got hands like a monkey, which is like, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious, and like, mom, like, stop being such a pussy. Like, that's that's funny as hell. That somebody oh, said Jesus. you had monkey hands.
0: The ten gallon hat. Yeah. Oh, child. that also sounds like Louisiana. That didn't sound like totally. that. Sound like Texas. But I can't Dallas, do the regional. No, fuck Texas. Dallas, man.
1: Really? What's, what only, there's
0: anything good about Dallas? Dallas and Houston are the probably the worst places. Like uh-huh. Houston smells like a a, a toilet that's been shitting with a hobo and set on fire. Like it, <laughs> it is the worst. I can't stand it. Like I'll drive up to Houston and then I won't drive in Houston. The Cause only I'll th- kill somebody. So far like, the only
1: thing I've heard about Houston is like fat chicks. Like since, <laughs> since I've been it's in of Austin, fatties, brother. the only of thing fatties. people talk about Houston is like, bro, fat chicks, girls with big asses, you know, it's
0: super hot. Uh, it's hot. It smells. There's paper factories. That's what I think. That's how like, like the majority of Houston a lot of our they have got a shit ton of paper factories and uh Ron White you know the Love comedian Ron, Ron White Wright, yeah he's got a, he's got a bit about it where it you know like i don't know what like, paper doesn't smell. Wood is made out of paper. Paper's made out of wood. Wood doesn't smell. Paper doesn't smell. What the fuck are you doing to make it smell?
1: I don't know. Maybe they're like wiping wiping asses with it or some shit. Yeah, Who I don't knows, know. Those, yeah. those big Houston asses. <laughs> <It's> big. <laughs> those big Houston dumpers, dude. And they're making them.
0: them. Yeah, they just it's just shit everywhere. All right, but so yeah.
1: you were born in, you're saying, Central Texas.
0: No, 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 I was born in West Texas. West Texas, Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah West and Texas. And then you moved
1: to Central Texas. Moved to Central
0: Texas. Did a lot of my growing up here, and then I uh, finished out high school in uh, Los Fresnos, which is South Texas. All
1: right, so I, so I want right. to hear. On the border. I want to hear about like Texas high school, and okay. I also want to hear about like your family business, which is super interesting. But okay. when I hear Texas high school, I of course immediately hear think Friday Night Lights. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I
0: think everybody big I, football,
1: it, everything like that.
0: It is. It's. I mean, yeah, it's giant. I I started. I mean, we started in Pee Wee. Uh, I played a lot of baseball growing up, and then uh, yeah, I played um I played football two years in Georgetown, and then two years in Los Fresnos. And was it like? wild like oh, it's like man. super it's, intense yeah i mean like yeah i mean the, all, almost everything about that style of of like how how that movie like they recreated it well like mm-hmm. it's kind of i mean that was a little bit i think they that there was supposed to be in the 90s i think mm-hmm. 90s or early 2000s is when it was like 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 um supposed to be um so ours they were, they were pushing more towards like you actually have to study and you can't just get away with things, but you still got away with things. You, I can only imagine. How big was the high school? Uh, so both of mine were 5A, and so it's the biggest high school you could get. There was 700 people in uh, Los Fresnos graduating in my class, and then there was... Uh, Holy shit. I think there was 950 in Georgetown. So yeah, the whole school is like
1: 2,500 people.
0: Yeah, yeah, at least.
1: That's fucking wild.
0: Dude, there's people, and it was like when I when I graduated from Los Fresnos, first of all, I was the the... I was the f- uh, f- one of five white people that graduated that year. Oh, hell yeah. In Los Fresno. So it was nice. like predominantly Hispanic. And uh, so, like, um, we were going, and I was like, I was a popular kid in high school. So I thought I knew everybody until graduation. And then it was just like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. I've never seen that person in my life.
1: Damn. I see, my it high school wild. was much smaller. Like, my grade was, I think, and like. You, 230. In New York? Oh, yeah, I went to high school in the Bronx, okay. and it was like. Uh, only like 230 people I went to Catholic school though So it's a little different but,
0: uh, uh, Are you, ca- you Yeah you grew up Catholic I'm Catholic Irish nice, Catholic Nice man That's yeah. the same here yeah, Are you Catholic yeah, yeah, Catholic uh, Irish too
1: You're Irish too yeah, Holy yeah. shit Because like you, 38% Or something like that Your name is almost Almost a little Jewish Stanfeld? See, it has the feld in it, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have thought no, it was it's, like, is uh, this the only Texas Jew? It I came.
0: Out. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out. So I did my ancestry.com. My mom tricked us, and uh, she got like we were. She was. She was like, oh, it's for. Uh, we're doing uh, like medical testing, and then she came back and she was like, hey, you, this is what you are.
1: She comes back. She's like, hey, you're adopted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're not. So myself. Uh, we
0: found out I'm ten percent. Polish Jew, okay, um, but the name Stanfield comes from uh, uh, from an Irish. It came off the Anderson clan,
1: okay,
0: And the Irish. She did all this fucking research. You know, it's we legit. knew we were Irish. It says
1: clan in it. That's legit. Yeah, that's Anderson how you know clan. Anderson clan. I love that. So you played football. Yep, played in football. the Texas high school bull riding. Are the football player are they gods? Football players are gods at Texas high school.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, it's it's Texas football, man. Everybody, you, you make, you make a touchdown, you get, you, you're eating everywhere in town for free. Like it's, it's giant, man. It's like local
1: celebrity. Oh yeah, man, you're
0: walking around like, oh, that's a, he's a Falcon, man. Like he's on varsity, like he's. He was on the field. kid, Little kids are signing autographs and stuff. Like oh, people, I love that, dude. Wait, so are, it was are there insanity. there a lot of people from
1: your high school who end up going to play like D1 football and shit like uh, that or D3? From,
0: from Georgetown, yes. From from the Valley, no. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I think two guys went on to play in college. Two or three guys went on to play in college and none of them went on to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But
1: they're Which is like a shame in Texas, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, but the in the valley it's predominantly Hispanic and uh-huh. Hispanic people as a, this is going to sound racist,
1: but it's not. It's very more
0: more baseball, but they're shorter in stature. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, if of you're course. not 6'5", you're not making it in the NFL, oh, totally, man. totally totally totally. That's why it's like not very Hispanic. I got you. In, in NFL. Cuz I've heard
1: Texas baseball is also huge.
0: Yes. I mean, they're it's they're big. a little bit bigger and it's like uh, you know they're kind of like competing for the money you know like mm. they're trying to baseball's always tried to be like oh we're important too like all right shut up faggots like yeah, you're not yeah, you not not as cool <laughs> as football you're not got as you. cool as football yeah, i don't know, know if i said that you could play oh, I don't that don't out I don't okay give cool a shit. we I don't speak freely faggot. on the I podcast I don't, I don't mean faggot isn't gay i mean faggot isn't like anybody a baseball that player brags about touching a boob yeah or wears tight pants to, of course and talks yeah. about his butt like or what are you doing to quote
1: the great louis joke somebody who plugs their ears when a siren drives by yeah exactly that's fantastic no dude we're in fucking texas yeah we speak freely on the Pat Dude, podcast honestly, in Texas. we could never. And I, I
0: really appreciate that. I don't. We never were able to say anything until just recently. Yeah. Do the coronavirus? You just no. There's no hate in your heart. Most of the sensitive. Just being, say whatever you want. to. Fortunately, most of the, the sensitive one. people
1: died of the coronavirus. So, we're, so, so, we're okay. thankful. so we're okay. So we're okay. So we're good to speak really. So what's like if you're going to a high school with like 2,500 people? Yeah. What is like a fucking high school party like there, man? Oh Jesus! I want to hear like Texas high school party. hot chicks fucking like low riders fucking big Texas trucks and shit
0: yeah like uh, barn parties uh, field parties like it was it's rare that we had house parties like most of the time we just all met up we got kegs like 10-15 kegs Everybody, fireball was real popular when I was in high school. So everybody, if you were if you were somebody, you had a handle of fireball, and you just chugged it all night long. I love it. Giving it to people, doing keg stands. And we would just party in this field. And then every once in a while, the cops would show up. And then we would just bolt. Everybody would bolt. They can't catch us all. They can't arrest That's us amazing. all. What, do they have a
1: paddy wagon? No, we're in Texas. They're going so to
0: squad cars. Do you
1: guys all just bolt to cars? Or no, do you we,
0: would bolt, we would just bolt into the woods. I remember there was one time I got, <laughs> so yeah, one time, it was in... Uh, um, The principal's son threw a party, and we all ran out there. And uh, uh, there was probably four or five hundred of us, man. And we're just—it was insanity. And the cops showed up, and they knew that they couldn't do anything, so they closed off the county roads. And then they started like calling for backup. And then we saw like lights rolling down the road because they all shut off the lights. And they got like where they thought they could get everybody, and they just turned on the lights. And all of a sudden, we were like, "Everybody scatter!" And we all hauled ass. And uh, me and this gal. Uh, uh, Went into a bar ditch and we got inside those, you know, those. I don't know if you've seen those big culverts where it's like a a round piece of metal. And it goes underneath a road.
1: Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. So we
0: just got in there and whispered sweet nothings into our uh, ear. you know. Just laid in there for like maybe four or five hours until we're just hearing cops rolling around. Like it was it was so like wild and crazy. And that was and, the night uh, Dean Stanfield lost his virginity. Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> I wish it was then. It was a little younger. No, this, no, no, no. no. <laughs>
1: to a priest. A Catholic <laughs> to a priest <laughs> in Texas <laughs> in, a, in a drainage ditch. That's amazing. <laughs> in a drainage ditch. This is essentially what it was. So Dazed and Confused, yeah. I, the movie, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah. it of course. I think. That right, takes right, place all in right. Texas, right?
0: Yeah, yeah I'm assuming. Yeah. So it's like in Georgetown, th- in the in the no place way. where we were at. Yeah, yeah. For Most real? of that was filmed in Georgetown. It was Fuck some of yeah. it was filmed in Austin, and uh, but a lot of the, like the tower scene where they have that party where everybody goes out to the water tower, um, and uh, and then two of the uh, high school scenes were in Georgetown, Texas.
1: Dude, next time I'm in town, let's go to a high school party. Let's do it, bro. Let's fucking let's just go it. be just those go older crazy. guys yeah, at a high school the party. The mustache.
0: I'll got a Camaro. We'll roll up in a Camaro. We'll
1: show them. It's like, look, I know you guys like weed, but wait till you try blow. You guys are <laughs> gonna, you guys are gonna love it.
0: it's <laughs> just ruin their childhood. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all That's about. That's amazing. Ruining kids'
1: childhoods. Cause I, like, we we did stuff similar. Like, we would party on like golf courses and parks and shit like that. So it's, it's nice so hard to, know. to find open land yeah. where you can party.
0: Totally. And a lot of the cops were cool about it. They knew what was going on. They just wanted to make sure nobody was driving home Uh drunk. Yeah. And they weren't. Because, like, you could tell, like, somebody would die from -hmm. a drunk driving incident, and then they would go crazy, and they would, like, shut down parties sooner. But a lot of times they were just like... If you if you could load up, like we would, if the cops came and you didn't bolt, if you had a designated driver, we'd all jump in the truck. Somebody's girlfriend stayed sober. It was a scared drink because her parents would, you know, get pissed off at her. And so we'd all load up in a truck, and we'd roll up to, the like, the blockade, and they'd be like, hey, y'all got to, are you sober? And they'd, you know, like, she'd get out and, you know, do the mm-hmm. whatever dance, and they'd yeah. figure out she's sober. She's like, all right, everybody get home, and then if we see you out tonight, y'all are going to jail. But okay. if y'all just get somewhere, you'll be safe.
1: I like hearing about, like, Teenage partying wherever you're at, because I can I can imagine Texas has like big house party type of shit, like you're saying barn yeah, parties.
0: barn parties. But that's sick just
1: to hear people partying in the woods or in
0: Choate, man. Shout out to Choate, Texas. There's a there was I think that thing that's the most wild barn parties we ever went to. Um, uh, there were probably four or five hundred people. It was just literally a barn, and then we'd have, like, pong tournaments, and people were fucking Dude, in cars, fucking awesome. in the haylofts, like, just thinking wild. the
1: biggest parties I ever went to in high school, no way approach 500. For me, I would, like, a, a huge party would have been considered, like, 70 people. Like, I remember yeah. we threw, like, a 150-person party on the golf course. We thought it was legendary. Yeah. 500 people at a barn is sick.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you got a lot more space, and there's just a lot more people, and man. It's bigger, it's bigger. bigger.
1: So you mentioned something you're talking about like the girl whose parents are What about like the classic this is sort of like a Texas stereotype like the super strict Christian parents.
0: Yeah, I think uh the majority of people just knew what was going on. I think people's parents knew what was going on. I mean, by your sophomore junior year, you just kind of I mean it, they went through it and they know you got to do it and, mm. and a lot of parents were like uh, hey we're being cool uh, you can drink here bring all your friends here so there was like those that was small parties where you get like 30 40 people mm-hmm. and you know hang out and the parents were always there was always those parents they yeah. were like hey if you want to if you can drink you can drink here get drunk yeah, here yeah, you're yeah, fine yeah, 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 yeah. and you'll be safe like those were the christian parents besides that you just lied okay and you, everybody just said because we i was going imagining somewhere. maybe
1: there would be some sort of like crazy super strict like mad religious there were and shit. those
0: people just didn't go to parties i hear that yeah. see
1: we have that too and then we also have the same people were like you know like almost like the mom from mean girls like i'm a cool mom not a real yeah. mom like come booze in my basement blah 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 blah, blah. and she would yeah, you know, up, she I don't would know blow this... one of the dudes yeah, yeah that's yeah, what perfect. i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> no i wish but no unfortunately um that's pretty wild, dude. Mm-hmm. So then you went you went to school, and uh, you then went to college in also in Texas. Where'd you go yeah, again? Very, very,
0: very briefly. I went on a rodeo scholarship to uh, Kingsville, Texas, in Kingsville. All
1: right, so let's talk rodeo. It's a corpus, yeah. How the fuck does one start? with rodeo like how were you, you start when you were just, a kid or like how yeah. does that begin so uh
0: so mo- most most kids start like uh maybe mutton busting or uh, which is where time out
1: what the fuck is <laughs> what the fuck is mutton busting it's so interesting y'all don't like y'all I don't, don't have know anything any like of this. that is dude so
0: it's where uh young kids ride sheep and so they just they just take like a toddler like like maybe three to four years old is the earliest they start them up until like six. And all you do is, you know how sheep have a lot of like uh, wool? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And So
0: they just give you a helmet sometimes and a vest and you look like a little bull rider and they get them on there and they they just take them and they stick them on and they grab on as much wool as they can and then they just let the sheep go and it's how long they can hold on.
1: I love that. And I love the idea that it's a three-year-old.
0: Yeah. That's fucking amazing. I don't know what the youngest kid that's ever done it, but I'm imagining it's pretty so fucking young.
1: That is funny because it's like, there's no way a three-year-old kid, like, is You'd like- you be surprised. They're holding on for dear life, man. I, I can imagine just like the terrifying. survival instinct kicks <laughs> that's, over. That's so great. No wonder yeah. people in it's Texas so are tough. early. Yeah, so so early they're, they're taught to like, like,
0: don't, don't be a pussy. Yeah, I love get that. On it. It's it. like you're
1: three years old, yeah. fucking hold on to the sheep. Yeah. But I think that's hilarious because like that's so clearly a parent wanting yeah. the kid to do it. You oh, know, yeah. it's like, go on that fucking sheep. There's no way well, a I three-year-old think there's a, there's kid's like, like oh, a, I want to go ride the sheep.
0: Well, I don't know because, I mean, it's your parents that want you to do it, you know. And so, I mean, there's this like, uh, I love it because it taught me from an early age to like, hey, look. If you don't do crazy shit, you're not going to have fun. Mm. So always do crazy shit. So did you do mutton busting? Yeah. Yeah. No, I did mutton busting when I was a kid. Uh, Probably three. I think three years old. Damn,
1: that's fucking Three or four. My dad threw
0: me on some. And then uh, you you work up. So from there, you work up to steers, which are like yearling bulls. Uh Uh-huh. And those are called practice steers. And then- um, So how much smaller is that than a real bull? Probably by a thousand pounds. They're probably like five hundred to eight hundred pounds. Wow. Like very small. And you're you're like that's when you're like seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, maybe.
1: So you were doing this all throughout like as a kid. As a kid. So like kids in the northeast are playing fucking soccer and lacrosse and you're riding. Just playing baseball and and yeah, trying. My
0: mom got really upset with my dad because they were they were never they never got married. They got separated. So my mom said that I could not get on a bull until I was sixteen years old. Like a full bull, I could not get on a bull. So she was super pissed off about it. My dad was a—he uh, was a career cowboy, and mm-hmm. so um, uh, he did y- y- really young growing up. Uh, he cowboyed and uh, and uh, and he he did bull riding, saddle bronc, bareback, and um, and then worked on a ranch. Uh, and so that's what kind of drove me to like, I want to be like my daddy, you know, and yeah. do all the crazy shit. And so, so there's um, like
1: leagues for children to do this.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's the uh, uh, there's uh, the high school rodeo. So when you're in high school, it's like playing football or. Or playing baseball and then playing rodeo, like uh-huh. you had, they had, they had funding for it, and certain schools had rodeos that they would put on. Did and your then,
1: middle school have like a team? No,
0: middle school they don't let you. Do high
1: schools have a team? High schools have teams. High, did your did your high school have a team? Yes, they did. Wow. Yeah. So it's, where? Do, it's not. Does your high school have like a facility, or do you guys go to practice some ranch? arenas?
0: They call them arenas, and so uh, they have a uh, and arenas, and then uh, usually those arenas have buck and shoots. And then uh, – um, but normally what would happen was somebody would have a ranch and they would uh, – it's like a good way to test out bulls. Yeah. As they're getting older, you uh-huh. would give uh, – you'd have all these kids that would test your bulls out for free. So bulls have to practice just like uh, – oh. they're not they are not like
1: – It's not just about the rider.
0: No, no. So, so in bull riding, 50 points goes to the bull and 50 points goes to the rider. Uh-huh. You want a total of 100 points. I don't think – there's been a couple 100-point rides that are like in – like, people are like, I don't think that was a 100-point ride. Like, you should never be able to get 100 points. Uh-huh. Like, realistically, you can, but... So, when you're bull riding, best,
1: like, at, like, the, the higher-up levels... Yeah. It's obviously, like, you know, it's uh, more valuable to ride, like, the tougher bull. Yeah. So, you like, bulls draw. have records.
0: Yeah, bulls... So, bulls, bulls win, a, win at the rodeos, and cowboys win at the rodeos. Oh, hell yeah. So, the bull, taking like, Red Rock, I think he went 20 years without being rode. Nobody could ride him for 20 years, and then Lane Frost rode him, uh, and then uh, which is like How the, many
1: seconds counts as being ridden? More than eight, seven? Eight, you
0: can't- No, you got to get eight seconds, or your score doesn't count. So you have to make eight seconds just to get a score to be able to maybe win.
1: So for 20 years, nobody got eight seconds on this fucking guy? Nope. And when the guy finally did, it's, a little, it's impressive, but yeah. it's a little bit less impressive because the bull is older.
0: Yeah, kind of, but it's still, he's, he was the only one that ever rode him. That's fucking
1: wild, man, dude. Because, like, yeah. I've only ever seen bull riding on, like, obscure TV channels. Like, you know, okay. it'll be like a, a, one of the dude, way up, like, I mean, you're, you're, TV you're channels. leaving
0: soon. When you come back, I'll have to take you to a rodeo. I would Especially love Especially, like, and the, so big rodeos like PBR is, like, you know, like the top of the top. PRCA is more like the Farm League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Texas, uh, all the way up. I mean, through America, but. Um, that's more of like the real rodeo PR PBR is only bull riding PRCA is all rodeo.
1: That's sick, dude.
0: Pro rodeo, uh, uh, Confederate association or, or something. Any, I can't remember what the C stands for injuries
1: to you or people, you know, in this dude, shoot? I watched
0: a kid one time and this almost made me, it made me quit wearing a helmet. Cause people think like, Oh, you know, like where, if you're wearing a helmet, you're a pussy, like man, the helmets are dangerous because when you get thrown off, if you've got a helmet on it, it blocks your peripheral view, so you don't know where that bull is. Oh, shit. So I wore, I wore a helmet like four or five times, and then I got thrown off, and I couldn't, I got up, and I looked ahead of me, and I couldn't see the bull, and so I thought he was behind me, because that's what common sense tells you. Well, he was like right here, but oh. I couldn't see him. And so I turned to find the chute gate so I could jump over the fence, and I, he was right here, I mean like right fucking there, and I just headbutted him. And he ran straight over me. Oh. And lucky. I mean, he stomped me, but, I mean, you get, like, a couple bruises, and but everything's fine.
1: That's fucking nuts. I watched
0: a kid. Uh, he fell off, and he fell underneath the bull. And normally, uh, it's, uh, it's dangerous to, like, on uh, horses, you get caught in the stirrup. So you yeah, have a saddle, yeah, yeah. and your foot gets caught in the stirrup, and they'll drag you, like, and stomp you until, I mean, a lot of them, serious, serious injuries, right? Uh, bull riding, not really a whole lot. Um, uh like you have chaps on the reason you wear chaps is so if the hoof hits you the leather's so thick that it kind of glances off right uh-huh. and it kind of goes either side that's why you wear like a heavy vest mm-hmm. it's like a padded vest like a bulletproof vest kind of and so that when it hits it won't go it, you'll you'll feel the you'll still get bruised up and you'll still get like it'll still hurt but it kind of like glances off mm-hmm. glances off well this kid took a hoof straight to the to the face mask and it got caught Shit. in there and it just drugged this kid around the arena. By his head. By his head. Inside of his mask, just bashing his face in. And he got it off and his broke all the front of his skull.
1: Oh, my. And how old is he? Uh,
0: this kid's probably 17.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. And so I don't he think he was d- ever
0: the same. I think he's, he's, like, clinically retarded now.
1: I don't know how you say <laughs> I, that. I don't know why I
0: laugh. but he's, yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's terrible, man. It is I knew terrible. The kid, I knew the kid before, and he was, like, a wild guy, and he was super fun to be around. Damn. And then we met him the next time, and he was just like, I like... Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> he like kept asking about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And we, oh, we have this thing shit. called concussion. Um, uh, well, I mean, concussions are regular. Yeah. I can't remember what we used to call. Uh, oh, concussion fever. And so after you get a concussion, there was this one kid. Uh, and it happens to a lot of cowboys, but. Uh, once you have a bad concussion, they come back quicker, mm. right? And so uh, there was one guy that would, uh, uh, he got a concussion really bad, and then every bull after that, he would like, and he would—he f- fainted because of that concussion. Like it was not like knocked him out cold. And so the next time he got on a bull, it just like the sloshing of his brain, like moving around. It's so bad for you, I guess, but Yo. the sloshing of his brain around made him pass out and he passed out on top of the bull. Damn. So we call it a concussion fever. Like nice. every once in a while, and we made fun of him. Like even when he looked at a bull, he would like faint. You know, yeah,
1: dude, that's like fucking PTSD shit. dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I got
1: to imagine like you can't even eat a steak after that. You know, no. you're just like,
0: fuck. remind off. me, I'll have to show you. And I don't know if you, you have a, you can put it up there there. I have, I have the one bad wreck that somebody recorded oh, dude, uh, send on video. my phone. For yeah. We'll look sure. at it later. And the bull, uh, the bull throws me probably 20, 30 feet, not up in the air, but forward. Like, I got off of him. I, he threw me off. I lost my balance. I came off the top of him, and he took his horns and put him underneath my armpits and just flung me.
1: That's fucking Like, nuts. 30
0: feet, and then chased me all the way, and we have guys called clowns. Rodeo clowns yeah, are yeah, not, yeah. like, clowns. Like, they're not just joking. Like, they're, they're there to, like, jump in front of the bull and save us. Yeah, like yeah, Like, those, yeah. those guys are crazy. They live on cocaine and Red Bull. Like, that is, that yeah. is their Let's life. Let's talk rodeo
1: clowns, because, like, I've seen bull riding footage yeah. before, and the rodeo clowns, you can tell... They got to be crazy, motherfuckers. Dude, the, the, yeah, they're
0: the, they're the most insane, dude. They're all on cocaine. I've yeah. never met one not on cocaine. They're all on pills because uh, their their bodies are broken. Destroyed. I don't think I've ever met one over twenty eight.
1: And I'm assuming they don't. Make, they all like, die early. Great money. Oh, they they're fucking. I yeah, don't. I don't, I
0: don't. I don't know any. I mean, there's a few like Leon Coffee uh, was a uh, one of the first black bull riders to make it big in in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, he made it to, like, I don't know, he was, like, 70 when he died. And he was doing it the whole time. Like, there's a few that make it old, but I don't personally know anybody that that I was riding when they were clowning when I was riding that are still in it or alive. I know four or five of them that are dead. Damn, dude. And most of it's overdoses. Because they just get beat up, and they got to get back up the next night and do it again. So they just take Vicodin. And, like, we met one that uh died in a cattle trailer. He went to take a nap in a cattle trailer and just popped too many Vicodin. Never woke up. And took it they would swallow it down with beer and just never woke up. Went peacefully. Dude, and that's got, like the cowboys, I mean that's just like the
1: You got to when you hear about a rodeo clown, like I even before you said this, I got to I can already imagine, like I'm a caddy, like a carry golf bags and shit okay, and like yeah. caddies kind of have that similar energy where it's like very transient people, you yeah. know, like big drinkers, gypsy big lifestyle. Druggers, yeah, gypsy lifestyle yeah. like you know, a lot of like older guys without wives, without kids who kind of are just like, you know, like trans. And when I hear rodeo clown, I'm like, those fuckers must be like real, bro. Just if wild. I can, if I
0: can, uh, next time you're down, if we go to a rodeo, you'll have to do, have a podcast. I'll get you a bull rider and a, and a rodeo clown and oh, just totally ask them to start telling stories, dude. And just give them the mic. No, totally. Like just that's like, so Hey so man, sick. tell me a crazy story. And they'll just go back and forth. Just wild stories. I
1: hate that all my references are for movies, but in Dallas buyers club, he was a, oh, yeah, he's yeah. a rodeo clown. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's kind of where I got a little fucking whores
0: under breech, bleaches, yeah, bleachers and exactly. shit. Oh man. Buckle bunnies is what we call them. Get that's Nades? the name. Buckle bunnies? Buckle that bunnies is, is what we call them. It's like let chuckle girls fuckers. That... Chuckle fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buckle chuckle Buckle fuckers. Same, same deal. Everybody's That's got one. Amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you you were bull riding since you were a fucking kid. You yeah, a... I stopped.
0: Uh, my mom got really upset with my dad uh, so for a took... few. Would not let me until. You became an adult. And I had to sneak out. Like, around it. sophomore year, I had to sneak out and do it. Like, even hide it from my dad. Because my dad was like, I don't want that crazy woman coming around and, like, getting mom... mad at me. So
1: the culture of bull riding is very, you know, tough. Druggy, boozy. Oh, for sure, Party. Man. Yeah, there's
0: cocaine everywhere. Like yeah. you gotta, you got, like you have to.
1: I like the idea of a buckle bunny, dude. That sounds like my type oh, of idea. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh man, dude. I like Cuties, like a very, you know, bro. Cuties sleazy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> i you know, buddy of yours is like, oh yeah, she was at my rodeo last week. All right, well she's at my rodeo this week. Yeah, so. there we go. So you went alone. on to
1: do this in college
0: for a little bit, yeah. yeah. And
1: like what? So what's it like doing in college? Is it again like, are the At your college, are the fucking bull riding guys like they're elite? You know, they're like, are they like the equivalent of like a basketball player at a D one school? You know?
0: No, I don't think so. They're their own class. They're own cut of guys. Uh They're just insane. They're just crazy people. Like I would say, it's like a like a redneck frat. Okay. So they got their own. They got their own. We got their own arena. You know, and you do you do collegiate. And I honestly, I only did it for what two months I was there and Mm -hmm. then uh, they told me I had to go to class so I was like I'm good I'm good on that and I want to start building power lines I did a rodeo on my own like I tried to get on the PRCA circuit tried to do PBR for a little while and then uh, I started making money building power lines and I just quit it was, power lines.
1: What's that? What's what's that like? That sounds like another oh, very Texas thing. Oh man!
0: I mean, it's everywhere. Like uh-huh. there's there's a uh, there's different styles. Like underground, New York is a lot of underground. Yeah, work. yeah, yeah. Uh, right. But lineman, man, climbing poles. Uh, I've, I've got another uh, deal. I'll show like you on Instagram. ass job. Yeah, it is, man. A lot of people die. A lot of what people is it die with doing Texas it. Texas in
1: danger, dude. You guys are addicted love it, to bro. this. I
0: love it. You gotta do something that's crazy. To man. the risk, um, there is a. Uh, let me see, real quick. I'll pull this up. It's not a good. Should have had all this stuff prepared, right?
1: No, you're good. Don't Talking worry about, about, it. about it. I but, can also um, whatever you send me, I'll post when I make this.
0: So that's uh, building power lines, climbing high seen line this poles. Shit.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll post this video when I make the Instagram post. But yeah. uh, what I'm looking at right now is like those dudes who climb telephone poles and they've got like the hooks on their feet and they've got like a rope and they basically like, dude, they do like competitions for this.
0: I was in, I was at four years.
1: I did the Texas international malign rodeo. So you're not scared of heights, I'm assuming. No, I
0: did one time I was on like a, a, an 80 foot pole and I was, I was scared. I mean, you're still like, you get a little nervous, just like stand up, you get used to it. But uh, the first time I did it, um, I mean, literally what happened was uh, a guy asked me, I was doing rodeo, I was dating his daughter. And uh, Neil Taylor, shout out to Neil Taylor. Um, uh, I was fan. dating his daughter. Uh, yeah, kind of. He's a fan
1: of the pod, actually. He's a fan. Oh, is he a fan of the pod? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh man, <laughs> that's wild, bro. All right, shout out to I Neil Taylor. So yeah. you're dating
0: his daughter. So I was dating his daughter, and he asked me what I want to do with my life, and I was like, oh, I want to be a rodeo. You know, I want to be a cowboy. You know, I'm just kind of doing what my dad did. I don't know. I have no idea. And he was like, All Well, right, we'll meet me at this location at you know uh, s- uh, eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. I was like, Okay. And he handed me hooks, and he was like, All right, climb up that pole. I was like, Okay. And I did it, and it was like a blast and he was like do you like doing that kind of taught me a little bit how to do it and i was like yeah and he was like all right well you can make 46 dollars an hour doing this damn and i was like all right so i started that day 18 i was still 18 when it happened
1: 80 foot pole
0: uh that one was probably 45 45.
1: foot damn that is Um, fucking wild and then
0: when i got sent to school so you get sent to school for it the company hires you and then they send you to school teach you everything uh teach you how to climb teach you how to work with electricity, you know, high voltage So 14,000 volts. You're basically like a fucking
1: tightrope electrician.
0: Yeah, yeah, You're like up there. There's guys that like do transmission work, and they're working on like 150-foot towers and shit.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: And I never got to do that. It's uh, funny you say that.
1: I was literally just driving here, and we're in downtown Austin right now. We're on 6th Street. Shout out to the Dirty Six, baby. Dirty Six, baby. And uh, there's a fucking big crane, like a huge crane, and the, we see the dude climbing down. He he wasn't roped up. He was just climbing down like a 300-foot ladder. Yep, it's fucking wild. Doing man. his thing, man. So your dad's a your dad did bull riding. What does your dad do for work now?
0: He's a farrier, so he shoes horses. What does that mean? Uh, he puts shoes on horses, like uh, oh, the metal okay, 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 okay. the metal shoes. And are these like uh,
1: working horses? Like what are they?
0: Or yeah, just- so a lot of people do like dressage, which is uh, English saddle riding. Okay. Like, a, like and they travel around doing it's like it. It's a sport. There's, there's a sport, yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. A sport where the
1: horse dances. Kind of, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: There's different competitions. Mostly it's the jumping. Uh huh. And, uh, and then there's polo players, which are, uh, they do like, have you seen that, where they ride around, they got a mallet and a yeah, ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit that. That's the um, least
1: Texas thing I could ever imagine. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's a lot of, there's some big championship leagues in Texas, but those are like more like frat daddy. We uh-huh. call those like, like frat daddy cowboys. Yeah. Okay. I got you. And then, the um, least,
1: they seem a little bit less cool. Yeah.
0: yeah a little bit less cool, but they're okay. still wild. They're still wild. Um, and, then, uh, and then you got like uh, people that are using their horses for like, yeah, uh, like uh, ropings, and um, uh, bulldogging, uh, like cowboys, you know, like they usually have their own guys or they know how to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad makes probably 250 bucks, 250,000 a year. Whoa. Shooting horses. I mean, it's a big industry in Texas Fuck and he's, yeah. he's been doing it for 27 years. And as so long where does he live alive. now? Florence.
1: He lives in Florence. Yeah. Which, how far is Florence from Georgetown?
0: About 25 minutes. Oh, so close. Yeah, it's Your mom close. lives in Georgetown? Lives in Gerald, which Your mom is... In
1: uh, 25 minutes
0: okay. from there.
1: And you live in Georgetown?
0: And I live in Georgetown. Yes nice. Sir.
1: Yep. Hell yeah. Wait, okay, and so let me get into, so your dad shoes horses. Yes. Quick aside, I was on uh, 6th Street the other night at like 2 or 3 a.m., and uh, it's crazy the way they have the cops on, those are Clydesdales, I'm assuming, right?
0: Yeah, a lot of them are Clydesdales. You have somebody that are on uh, quarter horses, um, but- like if they have to like sprint dude, after these are somebody the biggest or something.
1: Fucking animals you've Big ever Clydes seen in your tails. life. Like I was, I was on the street at like two or three a.m. and in Austin, like during certain hours, like Sixth Street is they let people walk around and then it goes back yeah. to being like a trafficked street. And so the way they get people off the street is they have five cops on these gigantic horses. Yep. Uh,
0: and they'll run over people. They don't give a fuck. It is wild. Especially hobos. Dude.
1: It seems like they aim for them. Yeah, I can only imagine. They aim for the hobos. And I can yeah. only. It's funny too because it's like. Even that seems a little dangerous. Like you fall off of Clydesdale, like you're going to oh, get six fucked up.
0: Six foot at least is how high their backs are. You can wild. imagine that. Yeah. So you
1: live now and you live, on a, you live on a farm. Who do you live with? No, no, no. I've got a house.
0: I've got, got an house. acre and a half of land. Um, uh-huh. So it's like, a, it's like a subdivision, but it's like a country subdivision-ish. My uh-huh. parents both own land.
1: Uh, Where is the, the, the place you work? You, you work at like Gerald. A, that's in Gerald
0: the the place that the I, cattle place oh yeah we have a uh, so we have a uh, about two hundred head of cattle in Paducah Texas which is West Texas mm-hmm. uh, we got fifteen hundred acres there and then uh, we have a hundred and fifty acres in Gerald um, and we have you know twenty thirty head of cattle you know and um, and so that's like a like a smaller operation so that's
1: like your main job here is
0: no 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 I mean that's just a, a family, business, family a business side business you know um, I. uh uh, I do stand-up comedy now. Yeah. Uh, my main job was uh, building power lines, uh-huh. and um, and now it's uh, I do like some handyman work when I need to. But You're I saved up a lot of money to kind of let you me kind of chill for a little bit, kind of chill for a little bit and try, you know, do as much as I can in comedy until I, you know, establish myself and figure out what I want to do and how to do it. You know, Dude,
1: this is all so like I'm unfamiliar. Like this is such another world. Like this is awesome. Yeah. Like so, a lot of people like if you
0: have if you've got. 15, 20 acres, if you put 10 head of cattle on that, you get, it's almost tax-free. So you don't have to pay your property taxes. They give you a cut on it. It's called an ag-exempt. Uh-huh. So if you have anything you're doing agriculturally, like you can have goats, you can have horses, you can, well, I don't think horses count. Uh, goats, anything that can be sold for meat and you're showing that you're trying to do something mm-hmm. uh, to help yourself out and, and uh, help the state out and mm-hmm. feed people, right, right yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. They'll give you what is called an ag exempt, and it like cuts your taxes in half. All right. And so that's, reason, that's the reason we do it, but we also make a little money on the side.
1: So tell me, because you told me that the cattle business has kind of been in your family, right? Like- oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, especially in my, uh, my moms and my, my stepdads, they've been since they got here. Uh-huh. I mean, they, since the 1800s, they've been running it. My dad, um, I would say uh, two generations the, since they moved from Ireland here. Um, Yo, fuck yeah! They both, yeah, yeah. Ireland, during baby. World War Two, yeah, where, during World War Do you, you know War where II. your family's from? In Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland. I know. Oh, okay, uh, all right. I can't Fucking traitor! The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they're the wild ones, man. <laughs> they were the ones that were like, ah,
1: fuck everything, yeah, kill like, them We all. love the English. No, I'm kidding. No, that, no, 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 wait, are you not like Belfast North? They're like, they're not like the British part of Ireland. They're like, no. they're the part of Northern Ireland that was like slaughtering Like, British we need people. to get... Yeah, we Hell need to yeah. get the fuck out of here. That's I my think my family,
0: Ireland. whatever it was, was like, hey, y'all need to leave because some shit's going to go down. Mm. Yeah.
1: No, I have some um, of that too. I've got some of that IRA...
0: Yeah.
1: Whatever, blood. I don't
0: know what it is, and uh, they they do not talk about it. Like, my, I asked my great-granddad when I was a kid to tell me about Ireland, and he was like... And he didn't even know. He was a young child when they moved, but apparently it was like, we don't talk about that. They don't want to know who... You know, we don't, we we've that, left that behind and we're not, we're yeah. not, we've come here. We love Texas. We're Texans now. We're Texans now. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Irish Texans. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a double, immigrants. double the drinking. That's amazing. Oh man. Oh. Um. All right. So your family like has been in this cattle business. Yeah. And so I mean, a lot of people dabble
0: in Texas, I think, uh, a lot, especially back in that day, like uh-huh. you raised cattle. Um, to feed yourself, and then whatever you had that was surplus, whatever worked out past that, you could sell off, and then mm-hmm. you just kind of started to build your own uh, herd. Yeah. And then however built, however big you got your herd, you you know you got more money. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So, so I think that's how my family The thing got in into West it. Texas,
1: fifteen hundred acres—that's huge, right? Like that's yeah, it's pretty that's big. big. It's, a, it's a decent. It's a decent. And you said you have ranch twenty five hundred cattle on it, or no 250, 250 cattle. Yeah, two hundred okay. to two hundred fifty. So the, at this point. All the cattle you have are like, they're from this like original lineage. Like, someone in your family bought, or do you you buy cows? You buy cows. You buy cows. So, because I mean, you You can't, you can't, you breed them. You do breed them. Well, yeah.
0: So you get like, uh, you buy what? What's called? Uh, you go to auctions and you buy what's called bred heifers mm-hmm. of a certain uh, um, breed of bull. Like we do Angus, right? So we go every, probably every five years, we try to do a good cleanse of our bloodline and buy another bloodline. Why
1: is that? Because because it breed... gets so
0: incesty. So when they you get when you got up. a bull, was well, because it's a it's the dad and a mom, right? So say we started with two hundred heifers that have no blood relation to the bull. Uh huh. After four or five years, basically that bull is fucking his kids.
1: Okay. Yeah. And so,
0: and then so after that happens, they'll get away with it for a few generations. But you start having like, the the cows are recessed and they uh, have like a birth defects. Is and their the meat, meat doesn't up? get
1: meat. Uh, okay. It can. So you got to is that's what I'm assuming. But you start losing
0: calves. And cull. Yeah. So you start culling older calves, uh, older uh, oval, older heifers. Um, uh, heifers, older cows. Heifers are what you call a cow that's a year old, that hasn't given birth yet. Uh-huh. So she hasn't had a baby yet. You call that a heifer. Okay. And then a steer is a is a bull that's had his nuts cut off.
1: Okay. Does that make and sense? And so what is he when for? Let reference those. If he has his nuts cut off, what's his use? Meat. Just meat. He's just getting big. He's okay. getting fat. We put those in, yeah. in
0: pastures with a lot of grain or yeah. with a lot of green
1: grass. Maybe alfalfa, fatten them up. And now then we sh- sell them. In cattle raising, d- does shit ever go down? Like do bulls go nuts and fuck people up? Or is oh, that- for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: there's a certain like, like, I think once they get a little older, like their job is literally just to fuck. That's sick. That's the best what job great you could life. ever have. Yeah, they got, they got 200 bitches. Just get fed and fuck chicks. That's- and they got to fuck chicks. They got to make sure all of them are pregnant. So he's constantly like, you can imagine like, what if you just jacked off five times a day?
1: Yeah, imagine that. For, like, three, four months. <laughs> all I have to do is – How do is calm a, are you? Yeah.
0: You know when you get, like, four or five out? Yeah, yeah, and just random yeah. – you just have a random day yeah. where you can actually do it. Yeah. Maybe you're – I don't know. you're. That's you don't have my meditation, do that actually. Yes, it's, dude. You're just me, so, like, meditation. calm and tranquil. But it's when the bull gets put off by himself and his balls are full and pissed <laughs> off. And he gets mad and angry. And he sees somebody in there. Like, you run into a pasture. Like, that's our – like, I don't know. There's – it's a certain Texas pastime, I think, is finding a bull that's alone in a pasture – and then sneaking up on him, slapping him on the ass, and trying to make it out.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. So, do you? How often do you run out to West Texas to kind of check on that shit? Uh,
0: probably every three months. Like, every- I think we're going in a couple of weeks. Uh, but to, you got uh, people check out there their- running it. Is so that- there's cowboys that you hire. There's people that call career cowboys, uh-huh. and so their job is they just live in that town, and they're probably they probably did rodeo for as long as they could. Then their bodies were broken down. And they, uh, on the off season. So rodeo doesn't last all year long. It's only like a five month deal. Mm-hmm. There's two seasons. Um, but depending on what they did on those off seasons and maybe on the weekends when they're not, or when the weekdays, when they're not doing shows they they just hire themselves out as cowboys. Mm-hmm. So say I'll work for $20 an hour. And usually you want a guy that knows your land. And so my stepdad would hire, he's got like six cowboys on hand that time they go check on them weekly. Uh, and if we have to, uh, cut cattle, um, if we have to do anything, they're they're the guys that are there. So basically, sometimes they live on the ranch. This
1: plot of land is just this huge open plot of land. You let the cattle <coughs> roam freely. They eat. Every so often, you pick steers to sell for meat. Yeah, steers and, then, and heifers and heifers
0: sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Wait,
1: so is it so, better to eat a cow like a, a female cow that hasn't had a kid, or do you want to eat the cow that's had a kid?
0: So the older they are, the the more their meat gets. Bad. Like you want, you want like maybe a one to two
1: year old cow,
0: three, four, maybe like just the older it gets, the worse it gets, you know? So
1: what do you do? Are there older, are there female cows that are older that you keep around for anything just to birth or no?
0: No. No. I mean, every once in a while, uh, you'll keep a cow, um, until she starts like either not having kids Mm -hmm. and then you sell them to a feedlot, but you just sell them at like a less price, you know? And then.
1: So you guys, and so you got the one in West Texas, you got a couple cows on your land in, uh, I'm sorry, somewhere in Central Texas, you just Gerald. said. Gerald. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so basically, you were just telling me, like, literally three days ago, you guys had to send some lot cows to the feedlot. Yeah, yeah. And this so happens, send, what, once a year? Tell me about this Yeah, process. yeah, yeah.
0: So, I mean, the, the ones that we have, it's a smaller operation, and um, they're just around, uh, maybe, I think... It started with we just had 150 acres. Can we pause this? I gotta piss like oh, a yeah, pregnant do your woman. Oh yeah, of course, bro. Okay.
1: I've been a Texan since my birth. No place like it on this earth. I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. All right, after a brief intermission, my man <laughs> took a nice, lovely <laughs> Texas pitch. Cheers to that, dude! Actually, cheers to that! Oh, but I fuck got beers. No, You're, good. Don't worry, all, right, you're no. all good. Um, all right. So tell me about you guys just you just sent some cows to the feedlot. Yeah. yeah. So every once in a while. Uh, and you the, told me you were a little attached to one of the cows. That's one of them, sad. man.
0: One of them. I have a, I have a picture. I was going to I looked them up for you. So uh, there's one of me a uh, bottle feeding this one oh, that's sad. when she was a, when she was a baby. That's so cute. And then uh, there's a picture of me like sending her off to the feedlot. We didn't know we were going to send her. And then, you know, my stepdad was like, hey, I think we're going to get rid of her this year. And I was like,
1: oh, no, uh, that's a bummer. Do you purposely try not to name them so that way you don't get like attached and shit like that?
0: Like I I remember the only thing we ever named was a pig. Uh, My grandpa named him a tidbit. Okay. (laughs) And so it was his favorite joke. So when he it, Thanksgiving came around and we were eating, somebody's like, oh, what is this? He's like, oh, it's
1: a tidbit of this, tidbit of that. Ah, I love that. I was like, That's oh, great. no. Wait, so do, do you have other animals on your shit? You uh, had a
0: pig? So we used to, we used to do uh, pigs, chickens, and cows. My dad did, um, uh, you, uh, raised Berkshires, okay. which are like a really, really uh, rare form of uh, pork.
1: Okay. And, oh, yeah, uh, Berkshire pigs. I've heard of that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Berkshire, Berkshire
0: pork. Berkshire Porks. Yep. So you
1: guys must have been eating fucking good at your home. Oh, house. on the
0: hog, man. Fresh eggs. Oh, whole hog, fresh barbecue. eggs every day. We had probably 50, 60 chickens. I got a story on uh, Snapchat. We used to raise uh, probably about 60 to 70 uh, uh, meat chickens. Uh-huh. And we would pluck them. Uh, we'd raise them up. When they got fat enough, we would, uh, uh, we would take a traffic cone and you stuff the chicken down there. You pull their head out the bottom. Yep, there you go. Cut their head off. They bleed out. And you take them out, stick them in boiling water. And then we had a dryer. And we take its dryer and um, uh, we'd put like rubber nipples all in the dryer. And then you'd throw the chicken in there, turn on the cycle, and it would all those. Uh, all the feathers little, come off? All the feathers come all off. Right. And we pull it off, gut them. Process them and then sell them at the farmers market.
1: Hell yeah, man! I got
0: the whole process on my uh, Snapchat. Dude, it's I gotta super neat, that. Dude. No, I've
1: seen that before too. The, the little cone they put them in where they snap the neck. It, it's it's you know it's clean. It's humane. It's what you gotta yeah,
0: do. Yeah, I mean it's it's just it's it's a hard. So you have killed a bunch about, of chickens. You have killed a bunch of shit. Kill, chickens bunch and of cows shit. and yeah. shit. That's great. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't. I mean, there, there's not a uh, there's not like a bloodlust to it. Like I remember, I killed my first deer at like six years old, mm-hmm. and I cried like a baby.
1: No, I can only imagine. I just sitting
0: there in the back of the truck, just like it was super cool. And then like you get back there, I was like, dude, I just took a life? Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, was crying. Yeah, yeah. and I was like trying to not show my dad, and he did a really good job of like getting out. Of, you know, got out of the truck and like came into the back, and like I was trying to like hide that I was crying, And he was yeah. like, no, man, this is a you You're should you it. should feel remorse yeah, for this, yeah, but. Yeah. The dough was old. The reason yeah. we took her is so that we could feed ourselves and our family. Yeah. You know, like there's a reason for all this. And like,
1: it's not like you're killing it and just leaving it. That you're eating the meat. You're yeah. doing all this stuff. Plus, like, man, you're growing. I just almost said growing chickens. You're raising chickens. Yeah. You fucking kill them. You eat them. You know. everyone who a eats chicken. In life. Yeah. And everybody who eats chicken is contributing to this. Exactly. And so, you can't
0: get it. You can't. You don't know what you're getting from. Uh, there's a lot of people that. I'm not like this. I'll eat anything. I don't give a fuck. But there's a lot of people that are like, oh, you don't know what kind of preservatives they had or what kind of, uh, you know, like uh, antibiotics. And you really don't. They're they're pumping these things. Mm. If you eat a chicken nugget, that's, a lot of that's bone. Like there's, they just grind chickens up. Like it's disgusting the way they do that. That's nasty. So, but also something that's just, that's, that's free range is just delicious. It's way better. Man. It's
1: way better. Way so people, better. People back in Brooklyn, this motherfucker's doing free range chickens. Free range all right? chickens, man. This you is you can get ship sure ship to it shipped to it your gets. door.
0: Yeah. yeah it's shipped it to your door. When
1: you're in Bushwick and you're eating your free range chicken with fingerling potatoes, Dean Stanfield raised that free-range yep. uh, free Went through chicken.
0: these fingertips, baby. Ethically. 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 Um, all right, so that's interesting. It's the probably fucking, terrifying being in that cone, but <laughs> yeah, nah, I mean, so that the, they're chickens. Uh, they don't know chickens. what the fuck they is go on. going on. They want
1: to die. They're Their suicidal. Their brains are
0: fucking peanut-sized. Little, little tiny yeah. chickens. There's just way to die. Um...
1: We might have to wrap this up in a little bit. We probably got just like five or six minutes here, yeah, man. and then because uh, we got a big, sh- we got the. Are you hopping on the show tonight, by any chance? Uh, I don't think so. I was gonna, I was gonna tell Mario. I've got another show at
0: the uh, um, on the other side of town.
1: Okay, I, where I think It's
0: eight, eight o'clock. Nice.
1: Maybe oh, I can no. stop by after that because yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. This is over through. on the early side. I think side. we're
0: gonna. me and Brandy are going to come back and do Santa Cruz. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm going to do my set there and then roll back to Santa Cruz. What and time is hang that at?
1: Isn't that like a – that's another it's show? It's 8 o'clock to 10, 1030. Maybe I'll stop by the second half. I went there last night. That's a cool spot. Yeah, that's a neat spot, man. Um, it gets kind of weird. But. I, all right, let's talk well, – I guess to wrap this up, I want to talk yeah. like Texas attitude, man. So okay. we've talked bull riding. We've talked fucking you know, cattle raising and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk like – Texas tough, Texas wild, man. Like, what are some mm-hmm. like stories you consider just to be Texas as hell?
0: Just Texas as hell, man. Growing All right, your let's lifestyle. see. Um, other than like uh, bull riding, I uh, I roped a uh, I roped a deer off the front of a truck one time. That's amazing. So the first time I uh, I I ever did. We, uh, <laughs> I, was at a, I was in college, and we were running around drinking, and we, we made, a, it was our like tradition. We'd go out, and we made a, um, a white Russians, but we would take whole milk, and we'd pour half of it out into a pitcher, mm-hmm. and then uh, you would take Kahlua, and then vodka, right? And we'd just pour it all in this jug, and we'd drive around getting drunk, Love it. driving these pastures, and we'd, we, uh, we uh, bolted a chair to the front of a truck. And then we got our rope, and then somebody would sit, had a seatbelt and everything. You would sit in the seatbelt, and then we would just drive through this pasture, and we'd find a deer, and we'd put these like, uh, we'd put alfalfa or uh, or, or deer corn out in this field.
1: Which like attracts them or something? Which attracts them, makes
0: them stay in one place. And so uh, we'd get out there and try to run them down. And then rope them. So you got to rope. So you know how to do that? Oh, I know. You rope, know how yeah. to lasso shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, fucking yeah. sick. And so, uh, yeah, sit out there, and they just drive and try to get you close. And then see if you can throw it around. The problem with it is once you rope it, you're on the front of the thing. you got to yeah. jump off and try to get them. But really, the purpose is just to get it and then get the rope off of them. You never really like do anything with it because deer, deer will fuck you up.
1: And they're, they're, they're fast. They're strong. They're
0: fast. They're strong. they got pointy hooves. And they'll just—they'll like—they can they'll flail. They could stomp you to death if they wanted to.
1: But honestly, if you're a guy who's been, you know, manhandling deer in the bulls, face, you oh, don't yeah, give yeah. a shit. <laughs> oh no, no, no! And you're crazy. You're drunk. You're all—I <laughs> don't and, give a shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, you don't give a fuck. I'll beat bro. the fuck out of a deer. Beat, if beat the, I have the fuck to, out baby. of a deer, man. I don't give a shit. Yes, I've I've run from a deer a couple times. Like a mama with a with a newborn fawn, just like a just like a, a cow with a newborn baby. They are ruthless. They're very possessive, ruthless, and, shit. and they know how to like. They know how to fight, and they don't have a reason to run because they're protecting their young. Uh-huh. And so you get the wrong one cornered, and they're gonna they're gonna fuck you up, man. Oh, this so reminds me. No, I don't
1: give a fuck. Yeah. I no, no, I'm not saying.
0: Two. No, no, I'm saying like that. I think that would be the most Texas story. Yeah. Next time I get on your podcast, I'll have some prepared. <laughs> I'm thinking Driving my, around, my...
1: wrestling a deer from a car. What was it? A truck? I'm assuming that yeah, makes it extra truck. Texas.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely drinking. a truck.
1: Although the only thing not Texas about it is White Russians. Oh yeah, man. I would expect I don't know why pure we loved whiskey them. or no, no,
0: no, no, no. no. White we Russians dr- we for whatever drinking. reason. We were the drinking. The Big Lebowski. I think we just watched The Big Lebowski together, and we were all like, uh, "I don't know why, man." We had this obsession with White Russians, and we'd get drunk. It's a happy drunk. They're delicious. Yeah, and we'd we drink Lone Star after that. Clue but... is great. Oh, Clue is great. Yeah. Um,
1: now, what about some hunting shit? Didn't you tell me you killed a bear?
0: Yeah, so I just went to Alaska. Um, uh, cousins of mine live up there. I lived up there for a little while. Uh, shout out to John Calder. John yeah. Calder. Yeah, yeah. We the went up Stanfields there. Stanfields
1: are very outdoorsy people. Oh, yeah, man.
0: And yeah. I'm actually, that's the first time I've ever been to Alaska. And Frontiers I've always men. wanted to. And it's just something about going out there. I went on a moose hunt. Did not shoot a moose. Um, and we just went out. I was out there for like two weeks. Two weeks. And... uh Man, it was just, it was absolutely insane, man. Just, just going through, see it, to be able to, I got, I got, uh, did you see the salmon? I'll show you the salmon too. I want to see that. I was on the Kenai River and there was a grizzly bear that was about maybe 60 yards away from us. And, uh, my cousin will call me out on this. He, it's probably, it was probably like 150 yards, but I was freaking the <laughs> fuck out. It's a grizzly bear, man. What a grizzly do bear. What you guys have? Was a right fucking, we have a 40, I have a, I have a, um, I don't even think I had my gun on me. John had his gun on him, and it was a ten millimeter. I know because I brought my pistol, and when I brought it, it's my forty-five. It's the biggest pistol I have. And uh-huh. he laughed, and he was like, "What the fuck's that gonna do?
1: That's not gonna do shit to a bear." And I was like,
0: "What?" He was like, "Dude, I would, I wouldn't even take it into the woods with you." <laughs> and so we get out. The bear's on the opposite side. I'm fishing, and I'm smoking a little weed because uh, you're in Alaska. In Alaska, it's not? legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just there, just fucking toking up. I see a bear, and he swims back across. I'm looking at everybody like, "Hey guys, we're not freaking the fuck out right now. It's a grizzly bear." And they were like, "No, that's fine." He comes into the woods, probably about. Like I said, about sixty yards away from us, and then disappears into the woods, and they just don't say anything about it I, and then uh, and then they get up they like, hey we're gonna go to a new fishing spot, and they walk in the direction of the into the woods where the grizzly bear was Jesus and I was like, all right, guys, I'm cool with some shit, but this is getting a little wild for me, like I need a gun, you know, I don't yeah, have a gun yeah. on me, and I'm just, you know like if I'm going out, I want to make sure like I you know I can shoot this I can shoot thing. this thing, you know make it make it worth my time. And, uh, and they were like, no, we're good. Watch this. They were like, hey, bear, we're over here, bear. I was like, could you quit fucking ringing the dinner <laughs> bell, you crazy motherfuckers? Like Alaska, almost to me, was there... I would say a lot of people get upset with me for saying this. They're almost wilder than Texas people.
1: I can only imagine. Like they just It's got like Texas so... in the tundra. Yeah. It's like wild. It's like
0: Texas a hundred years ago. They still don't even... They're just wrestling moose and just ah, oh, crazy so you, and people. And you said
1: you got a black bear too, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, got some black bear. How's um, that
1: meat taste? Oh, man. Delicious? It's
0: delicious, dude. They're eating blueberries during that season. And so, so it's got a little uh, blueberry flavor. It's got a little blueberry flavor, a little sweet flavor to it. I make it into burger meat. <laughs> And uh, cook it, and I put a little honey glaze on it. That sounds amazing. A little cinnamon. Oh, it's fucking delicious, dude. Is,
1: so you've killed, when you were in Alaska, you've killed moose, you killed
0: bear. No, I didn't kill a moose. I didn't get a shoot. I was with somebody when they shot it. Uh-huh. I was with my cousin when he shot the moose. Is that common up there? Uh, moose hunting?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, one yeah. of the best places
0: in the world for it. But
1: to me, hunt, killing a bear seems more impressive. Uh, they're tiny bears. Black bears are tiny. They're not that big? That's not that big. That's the moose could kill somebody, too. I'm the mistaken. moose would
0: fuck you up, Jack. That's uh, fucking they're wild. about the size of that Clydesdale you saw. So imagine that thing running up on you, but with instead horns. of with, whole, with giant antlers, man, yeah. that they can just rattle and break you. They're made to fight each other. So they're strong enough to not break when they hit other things that are super hard bone.
1: That's insane. So they just
0: tear you up like a little fleshy beanbag. Dude, that's fucking wild. Yeah.
1: I, I, I'd, I'd like to go hunting at some point. I've never done it. While I was down in Texas, I broke Dude, my cherry. hunting season.
0: I shot my first gun. Oh, I know, man. We're going to have you out to the right. Look, next time you come back, you got to come back during hunting season. Yeah. Really, any time you come back, we can get you, I can get you on a hog hunt, and that's all year round. But Is that a boar? Really, it's a boar. Yeah, huh. wild boar. And uh, really, if you want to get crazy with it, i got some buddies of mine that hunt with dogs, and they catch them by hand.
1: Damn, and they'll bro. show
0: you how to catch them by hand and stab them with a knife. Like there's some crazy that's motherfuckers. That's fucking wild. That's that's I'm about into the craziest. That. I feel, like I'd
1: feel the least guilty if I did that. Yeah, you catch them by earn hand. It, you earn that. You shit. earn it. Yeah. Uh, I Even guess, I, the
0: first time I did it, they, 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 they were like, I was like, hey, we're hunting, and they were like, I was like, how? You know, I took my gun with me, and they were like, no, 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 take your gun off. And they were like, we're giving give you this knife. This is what you stab him with. I was like, you've lost your goddamn mind. Did you did you get it? I got him. You yeah. Slit
1: that motherfucker's I'll throat. Slit.
0: No, no, no. You you stab him in the armpit. So if you think about, it, there's like that soft fleshy part if you can feel, heart. and it goes straight to the heart. Oh hell yeah! So you stick that knife in there and you turn it around, and you just mix up the entire thing, and
1: eventually they bleed out. It takes you know a couple minutes for it to die. My friend it's in New York, uh, fucking my boy Nicky Cristiano, shout out to him, very yeah. Italian name. Uh, he just killed a boar in upstate New York. Really? And he's still in upstate New York. Upstate New York. They got that. I think I don't know if they're natural to that area, but there's like a hunting preserve. And he says he has meat for like the next like six months. Yeah, and actually in Texas we don't we don't really eat a whole lot of them. If they're over a hundred meat, if
0: they're over a hundred pounds, we're not eating them.
1: Why? It's too tough, too, too gamey, too tough and grizzly,
0: and uh, and it's there's too many hormones in their system. Uh huh they're wildly hormonal creatures and so okay. they just release all these pheromones and hormones into their body that makes the meat pretty much inedible. and those are dangerous too man oh That's they'll an you, fuck fuck you man up. i've chased they've chased me up trees before like i've heard them and they got this <laughs> i'm gonna try to do this sound real quick and see if it's accurate but you'll be walking through the woods and it'll be dark and they'll just hear like a like that it's pretty accurate about how they sound you can look up on youtube and you hear that and i don't even ask any questions i got two guns in my hand i got one on my hip and you know i'm carrying my rifle I'll drop that motherfucker and find a tree. Oh, I don't. Because if it. they catch you, they're 400 pounds. Rip they're you 400 apart. pounds. I got giant tusks on them. Like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get up in that tree and then I'll figure out how to mess with him. I know, I know he can't climb a tree. Um, and they so can yeah, outrun you.
1: I, I shot my first gun while I was down here. I shot a Glock. I'm assuming what is a Glock 19 or whatever okay, they're yeah, called. Yeah. It's a uh, good nine millimeter pistol. It was it was wild. It was super intense. I, I liked it. Luckily, we had some like. Here's here's the thing. We went to a gun. I know some gun ranges can be kind of like ratchet, you know, yeah. and they're kind of like shanty, you know, they're like they're not as like nice. This was like, to quote my buddy Jake Velasquez, this was like the Apple store of gun ranges. Like it was oh, like wow. nice. You may have, it's I think it's literally just called the range at Austin range, or some yeah. shit. Like these people are the most disciplined. Every like, person that worked follow there was the like rules inch, to the T. Yeah. Although oddly enough, I showed up, I was like, I've never shot a gun before. There was like the only thing I had to do was like sign my initials. And like yep. there was no training video. It was literally like, like hey, don't shoot anybody. Yeah, literally, basically. But it was very comforting because like, uh, hell yeah, <laughs> it was very comforting because like, I'm a pussy. Like the the only <laughs> the only gun I've ever seen not on a cop before yeah. I came to Texas oh, was I, you me about I was this. walking through Brooklyn one night like really late at night, yeah. 3 a.m. and I just saw these guys stand outside of a trap house just holding a shotgun, Ooh. which is the, that is. My whole life. And I lived in New Orleans for like a year, which is not as much of a gun place as Texas, but knives. like you know, Lots there's of knives in New Orleans. Knives. So other than that, I have only ever seen cops on like guns. Huh. So like when I came to this range, like it was it was sick, dude. Like yeah. uh, these guns are they're like art. Especially the rifles, man. Like they're these beautiful nickel plated, like the repeaters oh, yeah. and all that shit. Like
0: ARs, probably a lot of ARs. They're gorgeous. Oh yeah, man. And
1: uh it was comforting to us because like I told the guys like I've never shot a gun and so again like like I said everybody who works there is like so stable and like, like we're from New York everyone's like neurotic and emotional like everyone there yeah. is like stable and disciplined everyone's muscular they all like have their shirts tucked <coughs> in and like this Asian dude literally just like stood next to me practically held my hand the whole time and i'm a good fucking shot dude i was yeah i was what nailing you saying fucking, i'm gonna put a picture of my uh of the little target i nailed but yeah before we wrap up here because we had a show that's about to pop off um yeah any quick thoughts on guns in texas just like oh, gun experiences anything guns you know yeah i, I think uh, everybody should own a gun i uh I, I i mean we
0: we preach uh uh gun safety yeah there's yeah. so many people that don't I think everybody should own a gun, man. Listen, when they, you know, and I don't know, not for like when the government comes for us. I'm like a huge conspiracy theorist because if that happens, we're all fucked.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna they make it out of here.
0: They got drones and shit, bro. They're, they're not. T- I mean, there's. like, maybe we, we'll, we'll hold out like guerrilla warfare style, like if we had to. But I mean, mostly they're gonna clear us out, man. It's not, it's not even a competition anymore. But uh, to defend your house and shit, man, Like, there's a lot of people, and even though people are like, oh, if you come in my house, we'll kill you, nine times out of 10, in my personal opinion, if somebody breaks into my house, I'm gonna take my whole family into one room, or all my people into one room, and then I'm gonna yell it out like, hey man, we got a gun, you can take all that shit, we don't give a fuck about it, it's not worth your life, it's not worth my life to yeah, fuck yeah, around yeah. with it. It's most just people, just in case. It's just in case, man, and if they come through that door, I'm gonna let you know, yeah. we're gonna be in here, if you want the shit that's in here, we're gonna it's, blow it's you up. It's our family. We're I'm gonna shoot you. So you you come some, through that door. You got
1: like, you got a shotgun. You got a bunch of shit.
0: I have. I, I got. I got twenty. Twenty guns. Hell yeah.
1: You got a fucking armory. And I lost them all. Why? Would I don't happen? have them anymore. Oh, okay, yeah. He doesn't have I any had guns. 20 guns. This is 20 guns. This is a comedy podcast. He has no guns. I have no guns. I we're was talking joking about, about all of that. See, I, I agree. Like, in a place like New York City, I don't think people should have guns because we shoot too, through walls and shit, yeah, bro. We're, we're too That's close why to why each other. I make sure other. my whole
0: family's in one room and I yeah. tell them, bro, there's a TV in there. Hey, look, listen, man, do you just need cash? Why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can help you out. Like, I'll, I'll give you some money, man. I'll get here. I'll bribe you with $1,000 to leave right now. You don't gonna need have to anybody to grab the this pawn it. But I understand that the cash. In
1: some parts of the country, it's like, if you're living in, like, you about West Texas. If it takes 30 minutes for the cops to get there, I get it, you know, you need something. It's not worth fucking... I don't know
0: I don't know who that guy is, but he's probably not a great member of society and he ain't worth Either my girlfriend's yeah. Or my roommate's life Nobody's
1: gotta die over it But just in case You never know yeah, You know I'll, Someone's a psycho
0: Shoot somebody in the leg Or something Yeah if you, it, Just for the just in cases You know Yeah 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 Like I don't carry my gun Very many places I'd rather carry brass knuckles And a knife Like let's figure this shit out That's fucking sick Let's get after it If we need to But no, nah, man uh, I'm a big fan of guns uh,
1: Just for sport
0: just for sports too, man. Clay pigeons, like is the is the it's like like orange things that fly out discs, yeah, yeah, as frisbees, yeah, kind of, and then you shoot those. But for hunting to feed yourselves, like I would say about sixty percent of the meat I eat is something I shot this year. Yeah,
1: so yeah. So I yeah. take
0: two does a year, and I always make sure I shoot them when they're in their oldest stages of their life, so uh-huh. they can't have babies anymore. They and have that's no purpose. Cleaner
1: than some processed fucking factory that, farm shit. And,
0: my biggest argument for anybody that that loves animals is they don't die good in the wild, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They die because their teeth fall out and they starve to death. So if you shoot them, but right before that happens, they've lived a happy life.
1: Mm-hmm. They've or they get uh, eaten alive by something else. Yeah, yeah or yeah, eaten yeah. from the ass. What forward. I was so surprised about when I went to the gun range was one first of all, how comfortable everyone else is with the guns. Like people are literally, which is sick. Good for them. Yeah, like yeah. people are like, you know, it'll be an old lady and she's super, you know, comfortable. With it.
0: What is the old, old age joke? Like a cop pulls the old lady over and she's got, like, she goes into reach out into her center console to pull out her information. And she's got like a Colt 45 and a nine millimeter and a, and a 40. And then there's a shotgun in the backseat. And he's like, man, what are you scared of? And she's like, not a goddamn thing. I love that. <laughs> That's great. I scared of shit. But I was trying
1: to describe this to my girl. I was like, oh. dude, the guns are beautiful, like the the rifles, the shotguns and shit, like they're these well made, well crafted, like, you know, some people like, like tech, you know, you look at an yeah. iPhone and you're like, wow, look at this beautifully designed thing. That's how I felt about a lot of the guns. I was like, it's just well and, made. It's and, beautiful. It's yeah. like well crafted. Some of the A5 Brownings,
0: some of the old style uh, over and under shotguns, like there's some that just have beautiful design, like yeah. etched in there that you just. I don't even know if people know how to do that anymore. Dude, next time I'm or in town, edging. I want to go
1: shooting your imaginary guns. Oh yes, yes, your, yes. Your wink, wink guns. I could
0: probably find. It. I'll buy another gun when you get here, yeah, and we can yeah. shoot that one. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. we'll, or
1: we'll just go back to the ranch. I range. lost
0: them all in a boating accident. It was super. It was. It was. It was crazy. Yeah. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame that they're all gone. But every single one of them. Every single one of them's gone. If
1: anyone is scuba diving in the Gulf of Texas, maybe try and help Dean find some of his find guns back. Find them for me, if That'd you don't be mind. Great. Um, all right. Well, we are yeah, getting dude. ready getting for this to show. Time, show. Man. We're getting close to showtime here. Dude, excited for that. Dean Stanfield, where can people find you? Plug the oh, Instagram. Oh, man. Instagram. If you want to go see all those crazy pictures we were talking about,
0: most of them are on our Instagram at Dean A. Stanfield. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I got a podcast called uh, Packin' a Cam with Dean Stanfield on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, man, come see some comedy in Austin, Texas, Dallas, and San Antonio. I perform every other weekend in all of those cities. So. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, trying to get and up to New York when I come out to New York. Yes, you're staying with me, your... dude. I'm going to give you the heroes. welcome. heroes welcome. Come on. I'm gonna Give you the it, real man. New York experience, dude. Hell yeah, that's what I'm looking forward gonna to, gonna fight man. We're we'll going to the burrows.
1: Yeah, we're we'll, going to fight rats. I want to grab one with my hands. Yeah, Is that possible? We're, we're going to yes. We're going to kill a homeless guy. Yes. We're going to get fucked up. We're going to yeah, do amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, just do me a favor for people. It's at uh, Dean Stanfield. Spell Stanfield for us. S T A N F I E L D. Hell yeah. Uh, that's been the Pat Berry Podcast with the hilarious St- uh, Dean Stanfield, Woo! hilarious comic. Woo! Check out his show every Thursday at, oh, at uh, Barrels and Amps. Barrels and Amps. Yes. He run, Dean runs an amazing show every Thursday. Thursday, just for oh, the brother. Austin, Texas. Uh, Barrels and amps with the very funny Spencer Cavens. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Austin, Kirk Texas, comedy. come check out his comedy show. He'll have it posted on his Instagram. Yes. Uh, Tickets are in my bio. Hell yeah, baby. Support Comedy in Texas. I am Pat Barry. Follow me at uh, at Pat Barry Stand Up, B-A-R-R-Y. Uh, Dean, thank you very much, brother. Thank this you is so fantastic. Much, brother. Dude, this awesome, is a blast, man. dude. Yes. Thank yes. you so and much. Go get drunk. Let's get fucked up. I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul.